I do feel like if your goal is not going to stretch you and push you out of your comfort zone, then it's just not big enough. You're listening to Honest Combos with Karen and Marsha, a podcast about self-growth and personal development for entrepreneurial women. We discuss going from a limited mindset to a growth mindset, self-love, confidence, goal smashing, and much more. And And now now, on to the episode. Welcome back to the third week of Optical October. Today we are talking about goals, the importance of goals, why we need them, and basically breaking it down. And I love that we have Karen on this episode and every other episode (laughs) (laughs) because she is the goal master. Karen, how's it going? Good. Yeah. And this is one of my favorite subjects. You know, I talk about this a lot in social media and and online and especially with clients. This is probably the number one thing that comes up the most is like, what should my goals be? I don't know if I have the right goals. Am I clear? What do I really want? It, It just goes so deep. So yeah, I'm excited for this combo. So you had talked to Kim and me uh, like a few weeks ago, or maybe it was Kim who brought it up, but someone brought up the smart, um, the smart, what is it? Uh, the smart goals acronym. It's, it's a way to write your goals. It's kind of like, a, I want to say a format, I guess, of like how, you know, what your goal needs to include. And so um, when I was doing some research, because, you know, that's what I do, (laughs) and I found um, it actually is a term that was created in 1981 by George Doran, who was a consultant. He wrote a paper that there's a SMART, S-M-A-R-T, not SMART the word, but the acronym SMART, uh, way to write management goals and objectives. And so since then, it just flew off. Everyone uses that term now, like your goals need to be smart. Your goals need to be smart. And they do. And what it stands for is specific, measurable, actionable, relevant, and time bound. What I love is one of my favorite, favorite, favorite leadership mentors online is Michael Hyatt. And he's the creator of the full focus planner that you've heard uh, Marcia and I talk about before that we both use. And I've been using that planner since it launched, which might be like four years ago now, or it's amazing. It's amazing. And it, it really helped you break your goals down in this way. And so he took it a step further in his book, Your Best Year Ever, and he calls it smarter goals. So when he uses the smarter, it's specific, measurable, actionable, risky, time-bound, exciting, and relevant. It's like really cool because you don't want to just be making this stuff up. People have put this together before you. There is scientific brain neuroscience evidence that this process works to help you actually achieve your goals. So I love this stuff because I know it works and because whenever I hear something's based on like brain science I'm in, but it really helps you make sure that you're setting goals that matter, goals that you believe you can do, because if you don't believe that you can do it, then not, it's not going to happen. The reason we talked about vision first, and we talked about having a vision. So that's episode one of this optical October series. Then we talked about like making that vision a reality in the, in the last episode. And then now we're talking about goals. There's a reason it's laid out like this. And it's because you have to start with your vision 
and your goals need to relate back to your vision. So if my vision was that I wanted to have this beautiful multi-generational household for my family, and then my goals are like, don't bite my nails, that doesn't really relate, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Not that not biting my nails is not a good goal, but you want your goal to relate and lead you to making that vision a reality. So, you know, I had goals that were more like cleaning out the basement, getting the house ready to list, finding a new home, all the, like those kind of things that, and they were time, you know, they were time sensitive and all, and, you know, followed like the smart format or smarter format. So you want to really relate back to that vision that you have and then what goals that you need to put in place to make that vision a reality. And then making sure that those goals follow some sort of a format. I recommend the smarter or smart format just because it makes so much sense to have your goals laid out like that. I am of the mindset work smarter, not harder. And it's so funny that when doing the prep work for this episode that we saw that Michael Hyatt, you know, molded this into his own version because I have people who in my life who are like, you know, I'm a workhorse and I do, and I do, you know, I'm a worker. We're both doers and we're workers, but if there is a framework that we can follow that takes the guesswork out of it, that is proven to make you successful at achieving your goals, why not do that? Honest Convos with Karen and Marsha is sponsored by the Self Love Reboot. When you love yourself fully and unconditionally, you have the confidence to grow through any challenge. That's why we created the Self-Love Reboot, an eight-module self-study video course and bonus tools to help you confidently step into the self-love you need to succeed and make things happen. Learn more, register, and get started today at selfloveboot.com. I am kind of mad that we've known each other for seven years and the first (laughs) I heard it was like, you know, a few weeks ago or months ago, but no, and I'm sure you've probably told me a thousand times and it's, I wasn't in the place to hear it until I heard it, you know, but yeah. And when we were looking at Michael Hyatt's version of it, the word risky, I just attached myself to that word because last year I hired a life coach and one of the first practices she had me do was to pinpoint three parts in the previous year of my life that I was super proud of. And the three things were going to Chicago for a summit, planning the trip for my family to Legoland and launching the Connector Conference. And when I looked at them, all three of them had all of these things. They were very specific. I knew what it was I wanted and there was a timeline. And I loved that, Karen. I loved being like, okay, well, if I need to be in Chicago in April, I need to get the tickets, the airline tickets. I need to get to, you know, the hotel and figure out all the scheduling stuff and all of that. But all three of those who were risky because it was like my family flying when we went to Florida to go to Legoland, like. I love taking calculated risks, you know, but when you feel, okay, there's something that can be lost, then it's like, it just makes the reward so much more. So when you do attain that goal, it's something that if somebody says, Hey, what was the best part of last year? Those are the things you remember because it could have gone bad, but it went so well. So I love it. 
I also love the risky part because I do feel like if your goal is not going to stretch you and push you out of your comfort zone, then it's just not big enough. And it might take longer to achieve it. It might really force you to grow into this next level version of yourself that you haven't quite been yet because your goals haven't pushed you into that yet. So I do love the risky part because I do think that's a part that's missing from a lot of goals. If it's not pushing you to think bigger, to be bigger, really, to become bigger than you are now, then the stakes aren't high enough. What happens if you don't achieve it? You know what I mean? It's like, you have to have those stakes that it matters. Like I can't not build my business and achieve the goals that I have for my business because it's not just about me, right? I'm building something that's for my family at this point with the new agency that I'm launching. So I'm launching it with my sister and it's like, this is a thing that's going to help her leave her job that she really doesn't like. It's going to, you know, help my son who has been like, he's not a, a employable person. <laughs> like, I love this podcast by um, Brian who founded Copy Blogger. It's basically called Unemployable and he talks about subjects that are related to like, you just can't be working for other people. Like you're just, you're meant to be doing your thing. And that's him. That's, that's my older son. Like he's not an employee. Like he just needs to be able to do his own thing. And he's really excited to work with me and, and my sister and build this agency together. So it's like, when you have those kind of stakes, I mean, this is a huge risk, but it's worth it. And it's worth it to like become who I need to be to now make that happen versus some of my other goals, like write a book. I've even given that a timeline. I've done so much to try and make that goal a reality and it just isn't happening. So obviously there's a missing piece there. You know, maybe it's not a big enough risk. Um, maybe it doesn't really excite me the way, you know, it should or it would need to, to like make me want to really work on it. So, you know, if you're not achieving your goals, always really look at those different elements because one of them must be off out of that smarter framework. There's a reason. It's not like, well, it's something wrong with me. I'm just not doing it. Well, no, there's a reason you're not doing it. So just kind of examining that can be helpful so that you're not beating yourself up about it, but actually just looking at the data <laughs> and making better decisions going forward. I feel like for you with the Michael Hyatt version, the excitement and relevance isn't there right now for writing a book, you know, mm -hmm. and Karen and I have seen this multiple times over the years that it's hard to get us to a point, but then once the time is right and it's timely and it's relevant and we're excited and it's risky, like last week's webinar, that's the first webinar I've done, but I was like, I'm not going to not do this. And like, I didn't get the results that I expected, but then once the timing was right and I knew what it was I wanted to talk about, I was getting those visions of the actual slides. I was jotting down notes about how it would progress, like the actual webinar. I went for it. And then after the fact, I was like, oh, I can still use the replay. Like this is good content that I can use and refine and refinish. I feel like in life in general, when you have shame or you feel upset with yourself about not like when you have a vision, like I feel like Karen and I, and we've talked about writing a book together. Anyway, we, we're in it for the book tour. <laughs> we want to do a book tour together. Yeah, but... we really do. Live podcast. Oh my God. That's going to be so fun. 
yeah, we're, we've got big visions, but we, they're not completely formulated. Like we're excited about them, but they're not, they're not measurable at this point. They're not mm-hmm. timely at this point and they're not specific, but we have these visions and it's kind of like just the seed being planted. Karen's going to write a book at some point, but she's not feeling that shame. And I do think in the beginning, you kind of work because you had a book deal, right? Mm-hmm, like some, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you had a publisher and that kind of put the pressure on you, but it was not something you were excited about. And we know because we're passionate about our purpose here. And we know if we're not excited about something, then it's going to be a dud. It's not going to come out well. And it's not going to have the impact that it should if we were just like, okay, cool. You're cool, Karen. There's no pressure to do this. When it's go time, you'll be able to bang it out. You know, and that, yeah, like just the, the rate of speed that we have on the things that we're supposed to be putting out when we're supposed to be putting it out, it's magical. Nothing short of magic. Yeah, because when I think back to how we put together Self-Love Reboot, we literally had the idea, we talked about it, and I think it was like on a Friday or something, and we like kind of planned it out. Okay, you'll do these modules, I'll do these modules. Oh, this is great. It's going to flow perfect. Like we were so excited. And then we were off. We went, we did our thing, we recorded our lessons. It was done literally the next Friday. And I was like, how is it that I will sit here and bojangle on doing the things, but we could make a whole course in a week. And that's because it was extremely specific, measurable, because we had a goal that we wanted the course to be ready when we launched the podcast. It was actionable because, you know, there was literal things to do. It was risky because it was like, if we don't do it, that would be a problem because our podcast is sponsored by our own digital products. So we wanted to launch the podcast with that product attached to it. So it was, you know, a risk to not doing it and not getting it done. And of course it had the time element because we were about to launch and it was very exciting. I mean, we were both like kids in the candy store. Okay. It was was so fun. Yeah, it was the best. And of course it was relevant because the self-love reboot is all about helping entrepreneurial women feel confident to do their thing, to be who they need to be, to make their business what they want it to be and, and live their lives the way they want. It had all of those elements and we literally knocked it out. And I was like, okay, why can't I do this with everything? But then I was like, you know what? It's like you just said, it's like there doesn't need to be guilt or shame attached to any of that. There's a reason. If the goals are not happening, there's a reason. So just looking at that, but yeah, we knocked that thing out. We really did. And I, and I do think it's like why people go to school and get their degrees and everything. Like it's all just bricklaying. We had between us, we had decades of personal development and we were able to vibe off of each other where we were just saying things. And then we were like, this is a great idea. And this is what we should do. And this, we just had like a grand vision about it. But like everything that we'd been doing up to that point had been leading us to that point. So when it was go time, we had all of the tools and the, just Mm -hmm. the actual modules, like the practices and everything. You had the technical background of actually putting it together, putting the site together. That week was 
so fun because I love, I love doing stuff like that. Cause then I just, those are the kind of things that are confidence building. Like you look back mm -hmm. at it and you're like, oh my God, like we did that. Like we, right. did that. we, and it's an hour and 20 minutes of content. When you buy the course, you get access to it for forever. And we're actually going to be spending more time and attention on it soon to have various different aspects for it. Yeah. And we sold. And that was so major for us because Karen and I, we wanted to be able to sponsor our podcast because then we have total control, you know, like right. we might have paid advertisers in the future, but it's like, why not back up our podcast with something that we've created? You know, it's, mm -hmm. I don't know, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it. that is my favorite aspect right now. And and we might, like you said, have aligned sponsors in the future. But for now, it just really feels great to sponsor it with our own products and programs that we put together that we know because we know our audience and we know what it is that they want and need. <laughs> that totally just, threw me off. Sorry. <laughs> I just put in the chat because I love alliteration. I put aligned advertisers application. So uh, yes, because yeah. Karen and yeah. I, it's important that anything that we're putting in front of our podcast eyes and ears, like we want it to be. Yeah. Cause I mean, we're not going to be like, oh, you should go buy this nail clipper. You know, why do I keep talking right. about nails today? But, <laughs> so, <laughs> but, you know, it definitely will be something that's aligned with the entrepreneurial woman. And I mean, we do focus a lot on business topics, but we're also all about the self-growth and like living your life because you're not just an entrepreneur. And so, you know, that holistic approach. I love that there can be a goal that can excite you so much that you literally get right into action and make it happen. And a week later are like, I did that those kind of goals, having something like that. And it doesn't have to be a week. I mean, it, you know, we were extremely motivated by our timeline to launch the podcast, to get that done, even if it had taken us three weeks or a month. And it's not that we rushed and threw it together because it's very high quality. I literally worked on nothing else that whole week to get that together. That can happen. Sometimes it's crunch and sometimes that pressure pressure makes diamonds, right? Like sometimes that pressure just makes the most beautiful thing. I would encourage you to think about where are you giving yourself too much time on your goals and maybe having a little shorter runway and a little bit of pressure to help you churn out something amazing that you might have taken a little longer than you needed to, because that definitely, I think, helped us in that instance to really turn out something amazing. Yep. Really quickly. <laughs> yeah. And I, I love that you brought that up too, because it's like, I had a decade, not really, because I didn't know my kid would be obsessed with Legos, but we wanted to go for his 10th birthday. I knew that around age five or six that we were going to do that. So I had like five years to plan a personal vacation for our family. You know, I did actually have to save up money for it and everything. So I had to do all the money mindset work and, you know, mm -hmm. put my 10% away. But then like with the connector conference, the first connector conference, we got that idea back in May of 2018. And it was to put on a conference in four months. I guess it was the end of May because it was Memorial Day weekend. That's when I was like, I'm attending these conferences. I want to do something like this, but different. So I put on a conference in four months. So I had the personal and the professional smarter goals. And there's nothing you can't not do, or I guess 
you could do anything that's more, <laughs> more positive than can't not do anyway. So if you do, I think what Karen is urging you is if you have a smart or smarter goal right now, but you are kind of dragging your feet because of fear, if it has all five of those things, if it is risky, but it's also very exciting and like, it's like equal parts of all of those, then do it, you know, like you want to take your biggest chances on yourself as long as it's not putting you at huge financial risk and like, just be smart about it, plan it and plot it out. I feel like we've been doing a lot of growth and risk taking and all of that, Karen. And I'm just, I'm really proud of us because we're doing it. And it's like, every time you do get that notch on your belt, it just makes you more confident. It makes you allow, allows you to dream even bigger and to know mm -hmm. that anything is possible. Yeah. And it does. And not always will you get that validation right away. But like for Marsha and I, when we put together self-love reboot, I mean, we did, we got like two sales, then we got a third and we were like, oh my God. And then that person emailed us and was like, wow. And she knows us. She was just like, this is awesome. Like, I just wanted to tell you that you have put together something that I'm impressed. And it's like, she knows us. So I don't think she was surprised, but it just felt good to have someone say that, like, I'm impressed. Like, this is good stuff here, ladies. When you get some validation like that, you know, having that allowed us to now lead the next level accelerator and have confidence going into that, that, I mean, obviously this is what we should be doing. Cause hello, you know, <laughs> Karen, have we even told our listeners about the Next Level Accelerator? I don't think so. What is our problem? <laughs> so we have been sharing on social media, but we launched our first round in early October. Do you want to tell them a bit about the actual program? The Next Level Accelerator is six weeks of two expert coach, consultant, entrepreneurial women, basically with their hands in your business. We're coaching, we're giving feedback, we're helping you get clear on what you really should be working on. It's all designed to keep you in action and moving forward and making progress. So it's five weekdays of focused attention. That's six weeks of determining what you need to be working on, laser coaching, co-working sessions with us, opportunities where we give you strategies on how to get to the next level, and then also a little push at the end of the week called Feet to the Fire Friday. Our participants are seeing some great results. The results are amazing. If you want to get registered for the waitlist, go to nextlevelers.com. And there are limited spots available because we are so hands-on. So you definitely want to be on that wait list. We can't wait to get on and in your business with you. Yay! So yeah, get on the wait list at nextlevelers.com. Having that live component though, as instead of having like a self-study course, like this is the live action. And Karen and I, I believe that we like thrive on that because it's real-time results that we're giving to other business owners that like we would love to have at an accessible rate. So Yep, definitely. We will link up an article that we really love that kind of dives deeper into the smarter framework, just because I think it's explained very well in Michael Hyatt's article. So check that out. 
And let us know, like hit us up on social media and, and let us know, have you used the SMART framework before? Have you heard of it? Does it sound like something you want to use if you haven't? Like we definitely want to hear from you. So um, let us know on Instagram at honestconvos8, the number eight. It didn't hit me until we were recording this that all three of those things I said I was most proud about fell in alignment with this process. So take some time today to think about October of 2019 to October of 2020. I know we have some blurry months in there, people, but think back and be like, what am I most proud of? And see if it falls under this process, you know? Yeah, I love that. I'm going to do that too. (laughs) Thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a five-star review and subscribe on your favorite podcast player. For show notes and ways to connect with us, go to www.honestconvospodcast.com. 